Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Workbook, Study 4, The Waterfall Part 2, The Fall. We learnt in the last study that God had a clear purpose to create a family who loved him and worked with him. The father was to be the source of the endless love that would lead to intimate relationships and harmony. In this study, we're going to learn what went wrong with this picture and the consequences for mankind. Let's begin by reading Genesis 2 and 3. The waterfall is the picture of life in the garden. It is the place where we were created to live abiding in the presence of the Father. In the flow of the Holy Spirit, it is the river of water of life that flows from the throne of the Father, and where it flows, it brings life. It is the wellspring of living water that Jesus speaks of in John 4 that eradicates all thirst. In this place, the rock we stand on is the certainty of knowing that we're absolutely loved and that we belong, that we are home, that we are valued for who we are and have worth in the eyes of the Father, and that life has meaning and purpose, for there are unique things our God would have us do for him. We were created to have our inner being filled with these certainties. It is a place of knowing our God and knowing our identity in him. Adam and Eve enjoyed waterfall living. They had all this in their relationship with the Father. So how did the fall happen? Three factors play a part in the downfall of mankind. Firstly, God gave his children free will. Secondly, there was one prohibition to life in the Garden of Eden. And thirdly, Satan wanted to destroy all that God held dear. So having read through Genesis chapters 2 and 3, let's reflect on the following questions. Remember, it may help you to journal your answers. Question 1. Adam and Eve did not die when they ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge. So what did God mean by, you will surely die? Question two, where did the attack come? And what were the inducements that made eating the fruit so compelling? And what can we learn from this in our own lives? Question three, what were the immediate consequences of eating the fruit physically, emotionally, and relationally? The consequences of the fall mean that Adam and Eve are put out of the Garden of Eden, lest they eat of the Tree of Life while they are in the fallen condition. Now they are each alone in their loss and fearfulness. No longer safe and secure, those things that they drew from the Father are now lacking. Instead of being dependent on their Heavenly Father, they are now living independently. Our next task 
is to read Jeremiah chapter 2 verses 1 to 13. Verse 13 is the key verse. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me the spring of living water and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. We are born into the fallen world. Instead of having love tanks filled in the waterfall of the Father's love, we experience emptiness. What was created to be our inner strengths now have become areas of thirst and pain. Remember, we are all created to be sustained by the Father in three crucial areas. To know that we are unconditionally loved and so we have a place where we belong. To know we are valued as individuals and have worth in the eyes of others. And to know that our life has meaning and purpose, that our being will make a difference. But we are driven to be filled, and if not from our Heavenly Father, we seek out those things which we think can satisfy our thirst. As Jeremiah 2.13 says, we dig our own wells by our own effort. We work at what we put in our buckets down the well. What we use to try and fill the emptiness in our buckets become our idols. It exhausts us. And for all our effort, it cannot satisfy or sustain us. We were created to have our needs met in the relationship with our Father, not by our own efforts, but out of the abundance of His love. In addition, our thinking is distorted, the consequence of eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We think we know best. We think we know good from bad. We think we know right from wrong. Now we can play God in our lives and the lives of others. God is redundant. We will survive our way. However, now for God's rescue plan. Jesus came and walked this earth and took the burden of our sin that we, clothed in his righteousness, might freely enter again the presence of the Father where we were designed to live. The waterfall is only ever a step away. The enormity of what Jesus did on the cross means that as we recognize our sinfulness, we can change direction by repenting and we can step into the waterfall, home with the Father. There, we are who God says we are. Let's now just reflect on the following three questions. What are the things in your life from which you draw your sense of being loved, being of worth, being useful and being significant? Can you name any idols in your life? That is the things you depend on to get these needs met instead of your source being your Heavenly Father. Some helpful questions to ask yourself might be, how do I spend my time? How do I spend my money? How do I spend my energy? The answers to these questions can reveal our focus. 
Secondly, Jesus modelled waterfall life as he walked this earth. What is his living in the presence of his Father and the flow of the Holy Spirit look like? And thirdly, what did Jesus achieve by his death on the cross? Take time to think widely and explore this, for it is in the fullness of all he died to achieve there that we are called to live. The key to living in the waterfall is choice. Stepping into the waterfall and living our lives in the place we were created to inhabit is a matter of choice. As we saw when we looked at God's story, since Jesus won the victory over the devil on the cross, we have a choice of whom we serve. We can consciously choose to live under the Lordship of Christ. Being born again is taking the decision to let Jesus into your life and to accept his forgiveness. It is only the beginning. There is a much deeper question. Will you accept the invitation of the Father to join him in his story, to trust him and to let him order your days and every area of your life, to serve him 24-7, to walk as Jesus walked? Will you be a disciple of the living God? Many churchgoers sing of the majesty of God in their worship, but doubt whether God can aid them in their plans to survive in the frenzy of life. They know the character of God is about love and trust, but they are not sure it includes them or how to experience him in reality. They live their lives their way. What else can they do? However, as we move towards the end times, what we do makes a difference in kingdom terms as to when Jesus returns, because God has chosen to use mankind. Much has to happen before then to change the church into both a battle-ready force and a spotless bride. At present, much of the army of God is in the sick bay, too wounded tired or burnt out to bear arms, and not knowing how to participate under the command of its general. How will we be ready? By each of us embarking on our own waterfall journey into true discipleship, and as mature followers living in the freedom of all Jesus died to restore to us, and by following where he leads, then we will fulfill the plans and purposes of God. The climax of God's story is the final overthrow and the rout of the devil, after which every knee shall bow to the Lordship of Jesus. This heralds in the new heaven and new earth, where we will enjoy life in its fullness as God's children, in chapters yet to be revealed. Having this overview of God's story helps us see that what happens day by day in our lives as relevance. Each day we can be advancing God's purposes if we are journeying under Christ's direction. I can choose where I stand to live my life. The waterfall is only ever a step away. Here is the challenge. What is your response? Will you repent of playing God in your life and depending on idols for your needs? 
Will you step through the cross of Jesus Christ into the waterfall of the Father's loving presence and in that place trust him for every area of your life? The journey of your life in the waterfall comes into alignment with your Heavenly Father and he, through the leading and teaching of the Holy Spirit, will grow you, equip you and sustain you as he enfolds you ever deeper into relationship with him. Are you willing? Remember, trust is a decision, not a feeling. Will you take the risk? Let's state the choice plainly. Where do you choose to live your life? In the waterfall of God's love or in the fallen world? Trusting God or surviving somehow? Believing in God's goodness or believing in yourself? Living in the restored flow of the Spirit or trying to control life? Fast-tracked to healing and wholeness or driven by woundedness? In a restored relationship with the Father or striving to be someone? Discipled by Jesus or thinking you know best? Abiding in rest and peace or existing with thirst and emptiness within? Fulfilling your God-given destiny or exhaustedly doing to little purpose? A helpful task is to practice self-awareness Ask yourself in this moment or circumstance, am I in the waterfall? Am I trusting God here? I was greatly helped in making the waterfall a reality in my life by visualizing myself outside the waterfall of the Father's presence. Being conscious there that I'm on my own, I'm running my life, I'm digging my own well, putting my bucket down into its murky depths trying to find something that makes me feel loved, that I'm okay, that I mean something, trying to find out who I am in actions and effort. And then I stop and I say sorry to my father. I recognize I'm doing things my way again, thinking I know best. I speak out, Lord, forgive me, I want to come back to you. And I physically turn, and there is Jesus before me, and the cross. And I step across the bridge that he created by his death, and I can be forgiven. I can leave my sinfulness behind, and come back into the presence of the Father. I lift my hands to receive his love, flowing over me and through me. Here I do not have to strive. Here I am who God says I am. I can trust him for every part of my life. Now, in the flow of the Holy Spirit, I trust what comes into my head and my heart, and I obey. I am home. The waterfall is only ever a step away. Jesus is waiting, saying, come and see, choose life. Remember, in the waterfall, everything flows from the Father. Trust what comes into your head and heart and obey in order to kickstart your own unique 
journey into God. In the next study, we will look at the emotional consequences of the fall. <laughs>